Harper's wandering around. Harper, do you yes, have like one of those cameras that's like attached to your? Got a GoPro. Yes. <laughs> I GoPro all my podcasts. <laughs> you secretly got a Twitch of podcasting. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We don't know about it, but it's, yeah. it's like a real popular Twitch. Oh, yeah, exactly. I gotta subscribe. He's making all the money on that on the side. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to. Uh, It'll be great. It'll be perfect. Y'all motherfuckers don't watch us play throughout the year, to tell you the truth. I'm gonna be real with you, and I don't care if I get fined. That train is off the track. I feel like you, you can't just like jump through Neptune and be okay. Just prepare to. What the show needs is more dogs and bears and chickens and stuff. Yeah, so uh, just prepare to uh, be a watch and unbelievable goodness. Welcome Pacers fans, you are listening to The Undebeatables, your semi-weekly-ish Pacers podcast. Today is June 5th, 2022, and this is episode 595. Coming to you from Indianapolis, Indiana, I'm your host, Joey Gafrida, the man behind the dials and season uh, ticket holder at some point in the past. Uh, This show, we're just going to discuss the NBA Finals. Joining me this show are all three of our analysts, coast to coast, like buttered toast. First, from the high school home of Jamison Brewer, Silver Spring, Maryland, it's the doctor, Jason Triplett. What is up, Pacers fans? What is up, Undebeatable? Shout out to my cousin Candace, who had a baby today. Oh, very nice. Taya Jane. Wow. Congrats. Uh, So, yeah. Welcome to the family. Tay, I can't wait to meet you. Shout out. Shout out. Mm-hmm. From my immediate left in Indianapolis, Indiana, he's our in-house bartender committing egregious bartending <laughs> sins, <laughs> m- mixing up the drinks in the crappy jingles, John Colson. What is up, Pacer Nation? Uh, quick shout out to uh, Lance Stevenson. Uh, he was, uh, they interviewed him in the paper uh, today. Uh, they asked him uh, whether he wanted to come back. He definitely wants to be a pacer moving forward. They also asked him uh, his favorite restaurants in uh, in in the city, mm-hmm. um, and he went with uh, Cooper's Hawk, which is a place that my parents go uh, once once or twice a, a month. They love it there. Um, they're wine club members or whatever. Mm. And uh, Hooters. Okay. And I was like, Mom. You have the same two favorite restaurants as Lance Stevenson's. <laughs> <laughs> and they go there twice a week. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. And from Boise, Idaho, out west, it's our enforcer, John Harper. What is going on, fellas? Um, shout out hockey. It's hockey playoffs. Mm. Go Rangers. Go Rangers. What? Uh, where are we at in the in the finals? Uh, we're in the Eastern Finals. Okay. I stopped watching after the Hurricanes got knocked out in Game Seven. Okay. Got to root for my you know local North Carolina team. 
Sure. I'm so loyal yeah. to. Yes. Yeah, you yeah. won't show my, up about my, my niece is a diehard Rangers fan. So okay. okay. Right. No, we'll go. pull them for the Rangers. Fair, Fair enough. Well, before we get the show, I want to remind you that you can support us, the longest-running Pacers podcast, by heading over to patreon.com slash undebeatables, and you can support us for as little as $1 per month. All those proceeds uh, help us keep the proverbial lights on. And the beer cold. <laughs> I got an ice maker to do that, so. <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> Uh, well, the, it's uh, NBA Finals time. You know, we've talked about this uh, coming up. We got my my pick in. That, that was so graciously they allowed me to to keep my pick for uh, Boston and six, and I don't feel so bad about it right now. We're recording live during the game two. Right now, it's halftime. Um, but let's talk about game one. Which uh, can, can I just stop you real fast? Yeah, I'm a little worried. You're gonna. Well, yeah. <laughs> I'm a little worried about moving forward because I've never seen uh, everybody so comfortable. Oh, like they're wow. all on their couches watching a basketball <laughs> game. Yeah, and I'm thinking this could be the beginning of the end. Either either all of our shows from now on are just going to be you know people half asleep on the couch, uh, drink a beer and watching basketball, or um, actually no, that's that's kind of what it's always been. Never mind. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. At least now yeah. we're comfortable. I was, yeah. I was always half before, asleep. Before they were sitting upright uh, watching a computer, now they're watching their TVs. It's, yeah. I've been dialing this in since season two, guys. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, uh, so anyway, I was. Uh, this could be um, the best thing that ever happened to our pod or the worst. So, And I, I think I'm the first person that did that actually fell asleep during recording. That, that did happen, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was an... Undebeaticon. What happens yeah. on Undebeaticon stays on Undebeaticon. <laughs> Even if we record it, it didn't happen. <laughs> publish it. Um, so game one. Game one was uh, Thursday night. Uh, 9, p- 9 p.m. start time, which... Uh, Joey's not happy about Not that. a fan. Not a fan. Uh, but uh, Boston took it to this, uh, to to Golden State in uh, in the game one. Uh, winning 120 to 108, uh, monster fourth quarter, uh, dropping 40, giving up 16, and uh, really sealing it. Um, game was was close, much of it, but it really got away at the end. Well, so it starts out with Steph Curry hitting six threes in the first quarter. So you know, Golden State's up double figures, and then Boston just starts playing some defense. And they get they're up by two at halftime, and you're like, okay, this is going to be competitive. And then the Warriors do what the Warriors do in the third quarter; they tend to dominate the third quarter. They were up twelve going into the fourth, and um, I I started texting people um, as it slowly got started chipped down because basically Boston just stopped letting um, the Warriors score. They just stopped letting him do that. <laughs> and it got really, really interesting. And they ended up winning by 12. Yeah. Insane. Insane. I did forget to, you know, I know this is important uh, in uh, modern basketball coverage, but the, the NBA Finals are brought to you by YouTube TV. Also, mm. I know you, you're a big fan of... Uh, I do love the YouTube. You just love sponsors is what it is. Oh, well, I mean, are they paying us? Uh, not us. Okay. No. <laughs> in fact you know i assume that we're paying them if you include colson so yeah, mm-hmm. yeah exactly I, well, all of my tv is from youtube 
was I was hoping to you know just sort of uh, uh, give them some exposure, you know, sort of ease them into uh, advertising with us. Um, mm. Sort of you you scratch my back, I'll scratch yours. Um, so so you know Google, you owe us. Uh, this is like this is like you're the dealer and you're giving them a free taste of a, yeah. the the undebeatable's goodness. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so uh, just get them hooked. So Google when you're uh, when you uh, get your subscriptions to YouTube TV uh, get a big bump after release of the show. You know where to find us. That's right. Shout out at theundebeatables.com, or you can text Colson. You've got his number. That's right. Yeah, so to get back to the game, uh, I, in uh, classic old man uh, style, watched through the third quarter and was starting to get tired because, as you mentioned, Joey, late nights. And I was like, all right. I mean, Boston might make this close, and I'll be interested to see what happens, but, uh, you know, whatever. Then I checked the score the next morning, and I was just like, what the what? What happened? And uh, in my defense, uh, according to Yahoo Sports, at the end of the third quarter, uh, Golden State had a 92.5% chance of winning that game. Mm. <clears throat> and, uh, of course, ended up not doing that. So. They did not do that. Yep, they found that 7.5%, didn't they? Yep. <laughs> yeah, that's not the kind of collapse you expect from the Golden State Warriors at home in a finals game. Uh, they're just a better team than that, and they looked abysmal and frankly started off this current game a little slow as well um it, it, i mean I, I don't know if it's nerves or they're just uh looking for a little bit of rhythm but they, they haven't looked like uh, the warriors that we're used to seeing well i mean boston definitely puts them out of their game uh quite a bit i mean they're they're very physical um much more so than any of the teams that golden state has been playing throughout the playoffs um and you know they're smart defenders too right like horford put keeps everybody in the best position and uh marcus i think is smart right yeah they also have a guy (laughs) named smart which is good although he uh weirdly was being outplayed by Derek white uh and so was not on the floor for the amazing comeback yeah uh Derek white Derek white someone was just built for the finals like he's He's, uh... You know, it was funny. We were, uh, I was actually talking to Harper about it. Um, you know, they brought him in from San Antonio, and, and uh, Derek White on San Antonio was considered one of their best perimeter defenders. He shows up in Boston, and he's like the f- seventh or eighth defender, best defender on this team. Doesn't mean he's a bad defender. It's just like an embarrassment of riches, right? So mm-hmm. he actually can, you know, follow Steph Curry around and get through these screens better, maybe, than Smart can. Um, and is doing a great job. It's so funny. We think of him as the guy that he should be picked on for his lack of defense, but he was like one of the best defenders in San Antonio. So, yeah, I mean that might say a lot about San Antonio too. <laughs> yeah, also. but I mean, I you know normally I pick on the guy for a lack of offense um, more more than anything, um, but he's just had it go go had it going in these finals, man. He can't miss. He's in the three ball. He's getting it all done. Yeah, uh, the, the yeah the the surprising thing to me was the 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 Warriors scoring sixteen points in that fourth quarter. Like I just don't. Yeah, I don't care how good you are defensively. Yeah, exactly. Like, <laughs> a team that has Steph Curry and 
I mean, obviously a, a not 100% Clay Thompson, but, you know, this Warriors offense that is capable of constant movement and finding open guys and, and getting good looks for the most part. Um, yeah, that's it, at home in a finals game is, is was shocking to me. Yeah, I mean, you know, you could sort of say Boston just got real hot, right? I mean, they were there 9 of 11 from the range in the fourth quarter. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Al Horford had the game of his career, 6 of 8 from the range. Um, And also, I think the scheme is to kind of let him shoot, right? I mean, that, that you know, on some level, his shots were wide open. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that's part of scheme instead of effort. Um I just think they're 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 okay with him shooting the three because he's not known for that. But man, yeah, that doesn't have anything to do with Golden State scoring sixteen. That's true. On a no, that's quarter. true. But I mean, I, I do think that Boston is, you know, as Jason was saying, an incredibly smart defensive team. I think they came in understanding the complexity of this uh, Warriors offense and was is ready for it. Yeah, I mean, I think another thing that stood out to me in in the the first game was. Jordan Poole and the uh, the lack of Jordan Poole yeah. um, and his he seemed like the moment got the better of him um, which I guess is not surprising I mean he's basically a rookie <laughs> in yeah. this league and despite the fact that he's been playing at you know a near all-star level um, you know he's definitely feels the pressure I think maybe more than than other guys so uh, I don't know it'd be interesting to see in game two if he bounces back and you know has a better game but the Warriors certainly need that um if they're going to be competitive they need that third sort of scorer kind of yeah but it doesn't necessarily need to be him um Otto Porter has played great for this team uh and actually had a pretty good game one um yeah I thought he was quite effective yeah I actually didn't get a heck of a lot done as did nobody on that team in the fourth quarter um but, you know, Wiggins, too. They got Iguodala. I mean, they have real depth on this team, um, which, again, is why I'm so surprised to see that them go so ice cold. Obviously, Boston does a great job, but it's the finals. Um, you know, it's no surprise that they're going to be physical and, and man up and, and do what they do. Um, you just got to have the plays in place to, to beat them, and they, and they just they, they were really outmatched in that fourth quarter. Well, there's, uh, you know, I, I, I guess Kerr was taking some critique for – for sitting um, Steph Curry as long as he did um, at the beginning of the fourth when the, the game was kind of getting out of hand. Um, I guess he usually sits uh, Curry at the beginning of the second and the beginning of the fourth. He's just sticking with his normal patterns. But, um, you know, without Curry, they didn't seem to have the offense they needed. Andre Udala had a couple nice plays, but, you know, Draymond Green isn't an offensive player. You know, he, he runs the offense. He doesn't score the basketball. And, um, you know, it could have been that, that uh, Curry needed to be on the floor a little bit faster before that thing got out of hand. Yeah, I mean, again, that's the thing where, like, the, so much of Golden State's offense is built around the the gravitational pull of Steph Curry. Yeah. And when he's not in the game this year, you know, Jordan Poole has been able to exert that gravitational pull, and he wasn't able to do that yeah. um, in those minutes where Steph wasn't on the floor. Um, and I mean, yeah, like I said, it'll be interesting to see because I'm sure that Boston will continue to adjust their, their defense, you know, accordingly, depending on how well Jordan Poole plays or whatever, but that certainly allowed them to, 
to pay attention to everyone else, right? And yeah, and he'll have his opportunities, no questions about that. Yeah, he can yeah, make yeah. Good on him. He he could make life very difficult for Boston, but mm-hmm. you know it's certainly tough for a kid that age to you know be in your first finals, and there's no question that his team is asking a lot of him. Expectations are high. Yeah, and is 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 Clay just never going to be Clay again? I mean, he he's been out for what a year and change. Um, he can still shoot the heck out of the basketball, but he you know he doesn't seem like the defender he was before. He doesn't seem like he can take people off the dribble before. Is this is he still healing, or is this is this kind I mean, of who Clay is going to be now? When did he take people off the dribble? When was he used that? to be I able missed to do that. that? I missed he that part to, of his. He used career. to be able to do that. Remember that like seventy point game he had where he took like seven dribbles. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's true. That's true. Like that's right. just that's just Clay's game. I th- I still think he's a solid defender. Uh, I mean, yeah. he's done a good job. You know, I certainly, um, you know, he's not getting any younger and he's had you know the knee injuries he's working back but I, he's still a heck of a player and yeah i, I assume that he's going to get better yet sure <laughs> but i mean we used to think of him as a as a top 10 or 12 player in the nba and he doesn't look like that right now that's all i'm saying no definitely maybe not. maybe not yet and i mean i think like injuries that are as severe as the ones that he had you know like an acl is like a a two-year injury which is basically okay. you're you're back on the floor after a year and then but you're not yourself for another year and I imagine an Achilles tear is similar in that sense that it and, and most guys really with that Achilles tear never get back to who they were explosively. Yeah. But, but we I see, mean, tend to see that in really big guys too, though. I'm hoping I'm hoping true. better for Clay, but yeah, or really old guys like when Kobe tore his ACL or yeah. uh, Achilles or whatever, like he was just done for. But Clay's still in his prime, so um, there is hope. But I, but I think that he's still recovering from that injury. Okay. I mean, that, that's I my take on it. Because I, I, you know, I want to root for the guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Who doesn't for like sure. Clay? And you're allowed to root for him, even if, you know. Well, no, I just don't, I, you know. Yeah. I root for a... I, I only work in acrylics. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he, he made a joke about art. So, how are you guys feeling about your uh, your your picks uh, after game one? After Boston stole home court in game one, I still feel good. I mean, oh, yeah, we know Joey feels. Well, of course, Joey must feel a lot better. <laughs> I don't know who I picked personally, but um, I believe you picked Warriors in six. I will yeah, double check. We're pretty sure okay. that's what happened. We 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 I moved around then. like. Eight times. Okay. <laughs> it's like it's like yeah. Listening to that show, it's like the Undergoogles, like where we give so many answers before we get the right answer that nobody remembers what the right answer <laughs> yeah, is. Exactly. Yeah, that's, right. that's what we did. I know that I had Boston in seven. Although I came back from the break and tried to give myself Warriors in five. I don't know what happened. I think you. Wow, I should listen to this episode. It it's like, it's well, amazing. It it's a really good show. And we just watched Clay Thompson take someone off the dribble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That was an instant response. Exactly. He was like, I hear I hear Golson talking smack. Wow. Yeah, yeah. So the listeners should know we're watching game uh, two live right now. So we'll, oh, we'll no, start peppering Williams some things. Oh, no, and Williams is down. Currently, Golden State up by 10. Uh, it's a little well, bit into the third clearly, quarter. Clearly, that means nothing, given game one. Oh, yeah, yeah, no. Absolutely. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, sorry. So I had Golden State Ooh. seven. 
Colson, you had Boston in seven. Jason, you had Golden State in six. And Joe, you had Boston in six. So all sixes and sevens. I think we all just thought that this was we probably going to be a long, for a long series. I'm going to say I owe you guys a beer because that's like a reasonable pick. And uh, it could have gone so much worse for me. <laughs> we thought about giving you uh, Boston in four, I think. but Okay. Okay. Which is still a possibility. If it happens, originally then I'm we had you Boston in four. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna you're gonna take the win. <laughs> totally. Some good physical physical basketball going on. Yeah. No easy baskets. I thought you said noisy baskets. Probably. Okay. <laughs> noisy <laughs> baskets. Too noisy. So yeah, I still feel good about my pick. You know, we'll we'll, we'll see where this goes, but uh, you know, you know, I think that there there's a lot of there's a lot of tape on on Golden State, and uh, right. you know, they they you know they've got a staff that can look at the adjustments that have been made over, you know, that's you know that's on that's on Golden State for being so successful, you know. Yeah, for playing so many games that we have so much tape on them. Yeah, you know, they uh, wouldn't have done that be harder to, to, to watch them but. so they went to five finals they won three of them and this is all in the last seven years now that this yeah this is, is another sixth, sixth and nine eight years, years or nine something years. eight yeah. years I think six and eight yeah yeah six and eight years wow so that's a lot that's a lot of tape yep I think that's considered a dynasty too I would think I would think so yeah I don't know what's the Hard definition cons- definitely hard not consider that yeah i mean if you get three in four years i mean if you get three in six years you're probably bordering <laughs> on a dynasty yeah, yeah 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 san antonio got five in 14 years and i think we consider them a dynasty so oh. was Le- lebron was his own dynasty yeah yes. lebron is yeah. yes okay. <laughs> yeah. oh count he's, it he's he's the king mm. feeling good feeling good about boston here but uh, right, so, um, what, what's your favorite part about the uh, the Boston? Right it's, now, it's, they're down. They're down uh, nine right now. Well, it's. I mean, it's, I would say the clam chowder, but Joey's a vegetarian. <laughs> <laughs> the clamless chowder. <laughs> the clamless chowder. Yeah. <laughs> mm, chowder. Yeah. Uh, I do. I mean, I still like. Uh, yeah, yeah. Just the bread bowl. You just yeah. want to Yeah. yeah. Um I mean I so I, I like uh I like watch I just like watching Boston. I think they, they execute well and I like their I mean I just love their the team commitment to defense. You know, it's you know, we don't have uh you know, just one wing defender, you know, some some of the you know, teams you know when when well, I, like the Pacers teams back uh you know five, six years ago. You know, or you know, how many years have I been with David West and ten and years ago? T- ten, ten, ten years. Yeah, that was twelve. It's been a while. Been yeah. been a minute, but uh, uh, you know, with with uh, Hibbert and West, and you know, it was uh, it was a whole crew like all together defending well, and you know, you got great results from that. And it was, I mean, I don't know if you if you like watching defensive basketball, which everybody doesn't, you know. Um, then, then this is you know, 
this is one of the teams that's going to be fun to watch. You know, Detroit had years. You know, uh, Detroit had teams like this for for a long time where they, you know, eighty five points was a was a good night. You know, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I, you know, the the league has changed quite a bit since sure. then. Like a, a great defensive team doesn't mean that you can't right. let because you know the Pacers used to play that. Uh, yeah, whatever Boston would be like seventy to seventy five. Right, whatever. right. But um, back what in the I'm, good old days. What I'm learning. <laughs> Is that just from this series, uh, or just the way that these playoffs have, have, have uh, played out? Is that you can't really have guys that don't play defense on your team. Mm-hmm. You know, all these guys are playing uh, their butts off defensively, um, and you know, I think when we think about the guys that we want on our team to make our uh, the Pacers better, I think we need to be considering <laughs> to make sure that we have guys that actually play defense, or you're not going to get be able to go very far in the finals. Or in the playoffs. Well, that's you know one thing for for Curry that I you know I'd seen you know like the the one of the Cleveland uh, you know the, the the one Cleveland came back to win um, some years ago now in, in, during that LeBron legacy uh, right or, uh, was they just went they just went directly at Curry for mm-hmm. for long stretches and of course you know Curry's a offensive juggernaut on his own but. Um, you know, you you, you got to hide him he sometimes. He weighs 130 pounds, right? I mean, you got to hide mm-hmm. him on defense sometimes. And but, and but in his to his credit, I mean, I think he's become a, a fabulous team defender. Sure, I think he's. No, I, you know, I, I mean, you know, I, I, don't disagree. I, he looks really good in this game, defending right. the basketball. So um, he's grown uh, into that role. I don't think you can be on this floor without playing at least a little bit of defense anymore. Yeah. I mean, you know, Reggie was always a good team defender, even though he weighed a buck ten or whatever. Yeah, but he wasn't a good defender. No, he was a good team defender. He knew where to be and how to funnel you the right way. And I think Curry can do some of that as well. He's funny you right into Rick Smiths. Yeah. <laughs> the Davis boys. The okay. Davis brother. Yeah. All right. I mean, Stefan's good for a steal and a half a game. So, sure. I mean, he's got quick hands. There are things that he does do well. True. True. For true. sure. All right, should we take like a halftime, you think? And like. Yeah. Sure. Five five ten or so. Sure. Right. So, do you want to like throw it to break, Joey? Right. Oh yeah, we should do that. <laughs> you could do that when you get back too. But anyway. okay, yeah, you can do it whenever. Oh, you let's want. do it. We we'll do it when we get back. Actually, <laughs> right, no, it's, cool. actually, it's way easier if you do it before we cut. Because then I because oh, okay. I cut it and I put the music in and then. Fine. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, I think that's uh, I think that's some good analysis uh, from from the home team. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> you guys are great. I've, I think you have a conflict of interest. Super placated. Uh, well, let's take a quick take a quick break. We'll be back in the second half with the stat of the week and in undegoogleable. And the exciting uh, conclusion of game two of the NBA Finals. Yeah, you heard it dun, here dun, last. Dun, dun, dun. You heard it here last. <laughs> <laughs>
break. But you know what? That was a nice, productive uh, time away from the show that uh, I thought really centered me. Okay. I thought I was a little... I got a little out of, out, out of control in the first half, so I feel a lot better now. The second half here, we uh, kick off with uh, my stat of the week. Joey, stat of the week! And, you know, I've, I've uh, you know, with a little one uh, run, almost running around. Not quite running around. Not quite running around. It's just, he just jogs. Um, <laughs> That's right. Uh, you know, I've been, been wanting to, you know, show him the ways of the world. And that includes holidays of all stripes. And uh, so do you, in the, like, uh, when he wakes up, do you t- announce what holiday it is for him? So you're like, "Hey, today is Christmas." And... No, we do that. I, I wake him up at midnight. To, you know, we celebrate all the all of them starting at midnight. Oh, I see. Okay, because yeah, yeah. babies love that. Yes, he does love that. <laughs> um, Getting so, him back already for <laughs> for keeping you awake. Yep. Um, so what was? Uh, I guess the most recent holiday probably would have been what. Uh, 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 Memorial Day. Memorial Day. Yeah. 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 You woke him up at midnight for that. <laughs> yep. Yep. Uh, took him to the race. He loved that. Oh, I bet. Yeah, yeah. it's not loud or hot. Nope. Um, he loved the fly, the flyovers, and uh, that is pretty cool. Yeah. So you didn't celebrate National Moonshine Day on Thursday? Mm-hmm. Well, well, so we we got some uh, uh, we got some moonshine na for him. It was, uh, it was very <laughs> okay. <cool. laughs> gotcha. <laughs> so he uh, no, he really enjoyed that. But another another uh, holiday for us is is uh, today June fifth as we record is it's National Veggie Burger Day, mm. and uh, I've put away some veggie burgers in my day. You know when mm-hmm. we when we go out to, you know basically all the burger joints, you got a got a pretty pretty good one. You know I, I tell you my probably my number one and maybe it's not a traditional veggie burger it's the. <laughs> The broader Ripple Brew Pub has got the Nutty Burger. Mm, and, uh, yeah, oh, I do like the Nutty Burger. It's the best. Uh, but it's a National Veggie Burger Day, so, so shout you, out. So was it last? So it was yesterday. You woke him up at midnight and said, "Yeah," and you stuffed a veggie burger in his face and said, "Enjoy your day, son." I, I just tossed one in the crib. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite uh, veggie burger story. I think of told this story on the pod before but if not and so so forgive me i guess if you've heard this before but uh back in the day uh colson was a bartender at the aristocrat uh and joey and i used to frequent we would go there all the time right and one time we go there and joey uh joey's like i don't know what i want i kind of want a burger but i don't want a burger i said okay i'm gonna get a veggie burger but add bacon and cheese <laughs> and it was really good I think I think you really liked it it was good I mean bacon does make everything better most right? everything the reason why I wouldn't make a garden burger better I thought I thought somebody was gonna say something but nobody said a damn word so no they were just like okay cool yeah so. <laughs> thought maybe like the chef would come out and be like are you sure this is what you want? <laughs> did, did the server type this in wrong? Right. <laughs> if, it was, if it happened someplace other than Indiana or the Midwest in general, right. probably somebody would have said something. But they were just like, yeah, sure. 
So I did I did find a little bit on the history of the of the veggie burger. Oh, this so. is where the stat comes in. This is yeah. sure. Oh, we haven't got to the stat yet. Oh, okay. yeah. <laughs> He's just setting up the stat. <laughs> so, uh, 1969, there are uh, recipes for burgers without meat. They're printed. So these are they're starting to get out into the world, you know. And uh, 19 win. Sorry, I missed 1969. That. Okay. Nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and this is, I think, my favorite one. Not to 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 ruin it, but uh, my favorite one so far here is 1976. Uh, the term veggie burgers appears in print uh, in the Camden News, but it refers to a hamburger with vegetables on top of it. Mm. <laughs> and, and, that, and, that, and that counts as part of the history of yeah somehow burger. that's like a stolen but like <laughs> so I, prior to that nobody thought of put putting any toppings on a burger well i mean you get it though like a cheeseburger is just a burger with cheese on it so a veggie sure. burger is a, is a burger with veggies with, on with, it. With, yeah, well according to ray croc yeah <laughs> uh, but in 1982 it seems like when the sort of veggie burgers that we would that we would recognize start to become uh, created and uh, and are in London invented mm. you think they were discovered or invented yeah I think I, you said discovered and I, I was saying I think it's invented no they were discovered <laughs> so 1982 is when, when they uh, you know the, the, the modern veggie burger comes into existence so all Shout right, to Veggie Burgers. Happy fortieth uh, uh, birthday, Veggie Burger. Mm-hmm. National Veggie Burger Day has only been around since two thousand seventeen, when it was founded by Amy's Kitchen. Oh, yeah, they make veggie burgers. Oh yeah, sure. Big big veggie. <laughs> you know, big, big, big veggie, big 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 veggie. <laughs> and I feel like that also is a conflict of interest. They. They w- w- would benefit from uh, a, a veggie burger day. That's huh. called synergy when you do it in, Not in a conflict of interest. Okay. It's yeah. <laughs> All right. Uh, uh, Joey, while you were doing your um, your stat of the week, this game got out of hand. Yeah. It's not good. We've got six, six and a half minutes left, and Golden State is up by 24 points. 24 American points. <laughs> uh, Jordan Poole responded to uh, Jason's call for him to, you know, um, not be scared of the moment and uh, went ahead and pushed this game to a 30 points uh, at one point. I mean, once again, we see the benefits of uh, piping the unbeatables directly into the locker room, you know, live. <laughs> that's right. <clears throat> yeah, we, I mean, that's pretty much the main purpose of the show is, is to you know, get piped into the locker rooms, and it's, it was a podcast as an afterthought. Yeah, I mean, we just get we got to motivate the, the guys. Yep. You know? yep, 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 yep. Yeah, Steph also got it going there in the third. Golden State, typically, as you mentioned, Colson, a good third quarter team, but this time they really, really poured it on. Yeah, I believe they're the best three third quarter team in the league. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're, they're always that. Right. Yeah. yeah. Every year under Curry and Kerr, probably. Yeah. What do you think it is? What do you like? You think it's the same halftime speech every time? <laughs> <laughs> it's just... 
or they all like that's when the the they all they they have an espresso or something at halftime. Line of coke. Say. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> do you, so, uh, Jason, what do you think uh, Kerr's uh, halftime speech is? Uh, the same every time. What do you think it is? I think it's. I think it's. Come on, guys. We're the Warriors. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> it's more. It's less of a speech, more of a. Come on, guys. More of a yeah. More of a. Guys, we talked about this in practice. Come on. We just need to do the things we're doing, but like, you know, better. But like better. Yeah. Come on, guys. So I was just, I, I, I do want to give, I do want to give props to, to Draymond. Uh, mm. He just, Clay Thompson uh, got fouled to the basket uh, and, you know, was on the floor. And Draymond came from the bench with his, uh, with his uh, warm-ups like half on to go pick him up. So he's a good teammate, I'm sure. Oh. He's a great team. Oh yeah! If he's on your team, yeah, you love him. Yeah, yep. you love him. But yeah. but again, everyone else does not. Right. But again, he's that that friend of yours that you go to the bar. He's looking for a fight every night. Right. But he'll also be the dude that uh, fights somebody else if they're messing with you. Yeah. But that never comes up because you're you know pretty quiet. And... <laughs> yeah. And Draymond has already picked a fight with somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and he forgot to pay the tab. Right. All right. <laughs> You gotta, you gotta do that by, yeah. while you're trying to call him an Uber. Yeah. All right. Well, since this game is out of hand, should we do an undergoogleable? Yeah, yeah, I think we should. Oh, we doing undergoogleables? That was the plan. Super excited. Um, you told us we had to. You said we signed up for it. In the end, it's going to be better and more true than Google can give you. It was a uh, church this morning. Shout out to uh, Pentecost. Shout out Jeebus. And, uh, and uh, the, the minister uh, said that he was uh, at the end of his rope. Ooh, this and is going to get morbid yes. fast. Yeah, this is not going to be good, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I thought, I when, when I hear that phrase, I've always envisioned someone like uh, go, climbing down like a, a, a cliffside and then running out of rope. And so they're kind of just stuck there. But that's not what the, that's, that's where I envision. But that's not what the phrase means, right? It means that you're exhausted and frustrated and angry. Um, it's uh, the end of your rope is is um, is something else than than just running out of rope while you're descending a mountain. So, what do you guys think? I mean, you would probably be frustrated and angry, uh, you're and not wanting rope. to continue on, on if you were on a mountain and you ran <laughs> yeah. out of rope. That's always uh, what I envisioned, and I just wondered if that was right uh, or whether I'm, um, um, you know, just envisioning the wrong things. That is one possibility of where one would use rope and running out of it would be a bad thing. It would be a bad thing. Uh, when you said it, my mind immediately went to hanging. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, Me too. Yep. Me as, Me as well. So, so uh, but why would that be the end of your rope? You are Look, on it's the done. end of that rope. It's over. <laughs> it's over, son. Okay. So maybe it was easy. Well, I mean, I, but I, the sentiment's different, right? Like the, that's what I'm saying. Like the yeah. sentiment. I mean, you know, um, 
it's it's just it's you know like you think like a parent would say this like all right kid i'm I'm at the end of my rope yeah you know meaning uh, i'm done yeah yeah i'm over this thing yeah quit being a brat otherwise i'm gonna lose my shit right or i'm gonna string you up put you on the end of a rope (laughs) 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 no but that's i'm it's not the phrase isn't Right. You're at the end of your rope. Right. It's at the I'm at the end of my rope. Right. Or you're at the end of my rope. <laughs> right. Yeah. Not that phrase either. Okay. Yeah. You're at the end of my rope would be a different thing. Right. Well, because I was also thinking like, um, you know, like when you th- throw uh, a, a line to somebody in the water, you know, yep. Yep. and like, it's just not long enough. And you're like, ah, oh, I'm at the yeah, end of my rope. I hate rope. it when that happens. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like I can't quite get him, can't quite catch him. We're at yeah. the end of my rope. It's as, as long as my rope goes. So I was thinking it might be something nautical, but yeah. less that maybe than, you know, there are complex knots and things that sometimes need to be done. Uh, and oh. so if you don't have enough rope to complete whatever you're doing. Um, that would be very frustrating and potentially very dangerous. Or the or you're in too deep of water such that the anchor won't can't go yeah. to the bottom or Ooh, something like that's that. Good too. That's good That's a thing. That's a thing. Or maybe it's maybe it's pirates keel hauling people. I don't know. Mm. Mm. <laughs> it's always keel haul or yeah. I hope it's pirates. We Is don't there have a way this could be falconry. Pirates. Is this like a... why not? They uh... little falcon leash. Yeah, <laughs> the old falcon leash. Falcon's at the end of his rope. Can't go any further. Oh, what about that? What about uh, like animals, like a, a dog, like uh, or or like or like uh, you know or uh, cattle wrangling, or like uh, cowboys, like cowboys, like okay. if um, um, mm. I've got my. It is, that quite work, is that like your catchphrase after you like rope the bull? <laughs> I got him on the end of my rope. But see, steer. that would be like a positive thing. Yeah. Mm. When do we think this came about? Have people been using this since like when did the they Middle Ages? Rope? When were kids yeah. invented? <laughs> yeah. When did when did when did parents stop to start being at the end of their rope? <laughs> uh. <laughs> uh, rope goes back a long, long time. Right, yeah, yeah, I mean, rope is like one of the first things. Yeah, yeah. That's very as soon as you could it. braid things, you probably want to make rope. Yeah, yeah. This is like pre-civilization. We have rope. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah agreed. And also, even if you didn't make rope at that point, you still could use vines and things like rope. Right, right. I think it's a it's it's one of the first uh, human tools, probably. Yes, along with the bucket. (laughs) It's like ropes and buckets were (laughs) were the technology and a wheel for like uh, millennia. That would get you, that definitely gets you uh, in a better place from where you were. Ropes? Ropes and buckets and wheels? Oh, yeah. No, I think things are are getting better. Yeah, Yeah. things are are happening. So, okay. So I suppose, well, okay, maybe that's it, right? So if you, you spend a bunch of time making rope, and then you need to do this project and you didn't make enough rope and you're like God damn it I needed 50 feet I only made 40 <laughs> feet exactly. I'm at the end of my so rope so maybe this is very early on because it's not there's not infinite rope it's like it's just the rope that we have in the t- in the town it's just it's only 40 feet 
Yeah, you're not going to the hardware store and picking up more rope. Right, 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 yeah. right, right, right. Okay, so what are we... Was Infinite Rope intensive. one of your bands? Infinite <laughs> 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 Rope. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to go 1700s. I feel like... Uh, you know, maybe it was a vernacular thing, but I, I still think somehow this is probably nautical. So I'm thinking British 1700s during their maritime heyday. I like that. I like that. I'm going to go with uh, the Wild West. I'm going to go. This is a, a lasso cowboy thing. Their rope going... is long enough to catch the cow. Based on the. Uh... History of the Undergoogles. I'm going to say that this was Middle Ages and it refers to uh, hangings. <laughs> to You're probably right. Joey, do you have an opinion on this? I like all of these. Um, None of them are, are, are descending a mountain, though. We've, we've decided that, that one wasn't it. No. I, I Like people like trying to climb Everest? Yeah, and I feel like it's... <laughs> ambiguous enough that it's not super recent so i'm gonna go oh well like it does like what do you mean ambiguous like like rope is ambiguous well no i mean for me like there's not it's enough uh like it's not super obvious to me like you know this also could be like a french animal or something you know we've had several does like where it's just turned into some okay (laughs) sure oh um, what what about when they uh, they used to have um, people's uh, belts were made of rope? Oh, you think people were like taking off their belts and hooking up or something? Or I'm at the end of my rope. No, I was thinking like I got too fat to make my belt work anymore. Okay, okay. I mean that's it's <laughs> under- not bad. That's us. Let's say I'm going to go with 1600s. My my belt doesn't fit anymore because I got 1600s too- fat. Oh. Okay. <laughs> I'm changing fat. my pick. It's not. It's. It's not. You can have cowboys if you want. I'm going 1600s fat people. You're going 1600s comma fat. I'm going 1800s comma cowboys. Cowboys. Okay. <laughs> uh, I think we're, we're all gonna spy here. Google this. Well, we're you. We're dancing around it there. So oh, what sweet, I'm sweet what I'm reading <laughs> is that the idiom alludes to a tether. Uh, which is a rope tied to an animal to limit its movement and keep it from wandering off. The animal can only graze as far as the rope allows. Thus, once it has reached the end of its tether, it has run out of options and resources and is bound to become frustrated. Hmm. We did we did uh, dance around that without getting it. Used since the late 1600s. Uh, that was according to idioms. 1600s. Online. So, uh, but it wasn't fat though. It was animals. No, that's correct. Right. It, had had we known that a a sister phrase of this is at the end of one's tether, we may yeah. have found this quite, oh, that would quite have been a, a lot easier. easier. Yeah. yeah. I did not know that that was a phrase. We don't hang out with enough British people. You know the Brits are saying that. There's no Americans saying tether. I'm at tether. the end of my tether. Uh, tether is a British phrase. The end of one's tether is a, primarily a British phrase from the old Swedish word I pronounced that perfectly. Sure. <laughs> the I, I, I thought hey, I found at least here. <laughs> yeah, this this is true. <laughs> I found at least one example of someone claiming that the idiom is of someone who has been thrown a safety rope and has run out of length. So, 
that's at least that close to ideas. Coulson's yeah. life. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But none of these are about um, hangings, apparently. No, good. surprisingly, yeah. Way to, way to surprise us, humanity. <laughs> it's the first time. <laughs> good job, people. Uh, so do we? Have, so we're going with sixteen hundreds. Yep. And uh, yep. tethered animals. Tethered animals. Sixteen. Uh, so my guess is it was sixteen hundreds in the Americas, but yeah. It, it, at the end of my tether, going back much further in uh, medieval England, would be my guess. Uh, sorry, to, we- sorry to hear about your pastor. Hopefully he's uh, <laughs> yeah. not uh, at the end of his rope anymore. <laughs> and he's found more things to eat. Um, well, uh, that uh, got us to the end of this uh, basketball game. Yep. Mm-hmm. It did. That one's official. So, 10788. So now games. we'll just play game seven or play game three, and whoever wins that just wins the series, right? We'll just be mm-hmm. done after that. <laughs> That's right. It's a three game series. Now, uh, Harper, do you remember me? Uh, when I called you after game one, I said, put money on the uh, Warriors winning by 20 or more. Sure. Did you do I that? I lost a bunch of money because they only won by 19, right? Mm. Mm. So you didn't do that, luckily, huh? No, I didn't do that. But I really thought it was a good idea. I was like, they're going to blow them out. Um, but I'm glad I didn't. I mean, uh, they did blow them out. <laughs> yeah. But my but my whole thing was over twenty when I was talking to you about it, so I'm glad I didn't. Yeah, do it. that's that's why that's why these things are hard to uh, hard to peg. Yep, yep. That's why it's uh, gambling. <laughs> yep. Um, I think I found a, a word that describes us pretty well here. Okay. Uh, at least the undegoogables, but um, it's unlightening. Um, it's like it's like enlightening, <laughs> but you know, less. But the opposite. Less so. <laughs> It's a the definition is a process of learning something that makes you feel dumber. <laughs> so you think that's, that that in, uh, encapsulates our entire show? Well, at least the uh, the under Google. Oh, under Google. Yeah. Sure. All right, team. I think it's good to go before I go down the Urban Dictionary rabbit hole. Yep. As yep. I often do, I'll get back to my World Cup 2026 uh, research. You gotta go to bed. What are you talking about? Oh yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. Mm-hmm. All right, team. Uh, we'll we'll be back with you next uh, week, likely. Um, if not, happy uh, happy holidays, veggie burgers. <laughs> veggie burger holidays. Yep. Uh, but you can hit us up on social media. We are of course on Twitter at Undebeatables. We're on Facebook dot com slash the undebeatables our website is the undebeatables dot com there's a contact form there and there's a a blog post hmm. John Colson wrote a wrote a blog post have you read it yet uh no <laughs> so so none of you have read it <laughs> I, I read it expect, how are we supposed to expect our fans to read the things that we can't even read it it's very uh, good I, I'm very I actually don't expect our fans to do anything <laughs> <laughs> Low Fair expectations. Enough. It's awesome. I was I so shocked that I didn't know what to do. You see, just curled into a ball and cried. I did. <laughs> <laughs> just panicked and deleted it. Assumed we we'd been hacked. 
<laughs> we are also uh, available by email. Shout out at theunbeatables.com and at the website slash stores where you get the merch. For the architect, Donnie Walsh, and our once and always Hall of Fame coach, now in the Hall of Fame, Bobby Sicklinger. Turn out the lights, the party's over. Not bad. Yeah. I didn't notice you guys were matching today. Did you guys? Oh, yeah. No, I, I, I called ahead. <laughs> are you are you and Jason matching? Yeah, yeah, we yeah. are. Yeah. The, home, the homes and aways. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Let's do it. We're playing some two on two after this. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, you know, if I'm going to throw it out of bounds, I might as well throw it out of bounds at somebody wearing a similar color. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> Having an off night, only five of twelve in three point land. Right. Only I feel like you could points. make a. If you were just really good at making space for Curry, I think you could make a career out of that. Uh, that's what Draymond Green is doing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, Jason was making the point that the entire, you know, offense is predicated around yeah. Steph Curry's gravitational pull. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Draymond Green's... I mean, I, I wanted that dude on our team, but I wonder if he's that same player without Steph Curry, you know? Oh, no way. Yeah. I think he's still really, really good, though. Like, yeah. <laughs> his competitive spirit is just so high, and his motor is so good, and, his, and defensively he's so amazing. He'd like, be in a ditch. And his psychosis. <laughs> so complete. Exactly. <laughs> but is he But is he a Hall of Famer without Steph Curry's uh, uh, gravitational pull? Is he a Hall of Famer with Steph Curry? Yeah. I mean, he's, he's, okay. he's got himself three rings, and he's, you know the third best player on that team he's gonna go to the Hall of Fame alright you're probably right but and he was like did he win all defensive player ever Mm, or no yeah I feel like he did he's also been to a bunch of all-star games he's been on a bunch of all-NBA teams Draymond Green's Hall of Fame probability currently sits less than 60% okay just over 50 Give him another ring. I mean, currently, Rajon Rondo is ahead of him. Hmm. No. Who is, uh, who is LeBron's... Uh, James Jones. James Jones. How many rings did he get? Uh, all of the one that LeBron did, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's, I don't know. No, he wasn't in L.A., so he's only got three. Just because he buried those bodies, right? <laughs> yeah, he definitely buried the LeBron's bodies, for sure. Make him keep his mouth shut. Yeah. Well, he's Does your there. sidekick your sidekick doesn't automatically get in the Hall of Fame with you though? Is that is that still correct? I mean, we'll see. It depends okay. how. Uh, yeah. I mean, LeBron's influence might make it so he gets there. But James Jones is isn't he the like he was a Pacer? We drafted. No, no, no. I know, but isn't he like the GM at Phoenix now? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. He's the one who apologized uh, about and, about Chris Paul. <laughs> And said, said <laughs> we're sorry. We we had one of the worst collapse in NBA history. Yeah. We promised to get better. Uh, good job, James Jones. 
And then did he have a picture of him with all his rings? <laughs> no, mm-hmm. I, I don't always love me some James Jones. Like, you can't talk me out of it. I don't think James Jones trying to talk you out. I'm, I'm mad at everybody right now. Stop, stop throwing shade on James Jones. No, I'm not. What about <laughs> I think him? Anybody or was doing Jones? that? Either. I know. I'm teasing. <laughs> What's that? I feel like you're just picking a fight. I, I you know, I love doing that. <clears throat> Did you prefer James Jones or Freddie Jones? Well, Freddie Jones was on my uh, top twenty-five okay. all time for a while. But he's not James a GM Jones at all. Was. It's true, but James Jones never won a dunk contest. It's true. We'll never know. All right, Actually, let's. We, uh, we do know already. Let's. Uh, they're both their careers are over. No, but their their final rankings in the your top twenty five or I'm saying it, it never settles. That's true. That's true. James Jones, I think, probably shot above uh, Fred Jones in this conversation. Probably. <laughs> He'll be back out by the end of the show. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's a fluid list. Yep. <laughs>